0: oh no sure oh rub no. it in not cool oh no that's not good
1: i mean that's listen, don't listen like you were talking about as well right that i this may come as a big surprise to you i don't have a real john bon jovi vibe going on here disagree He <laughs> <laughs> disagree so that that is like her thing it's the like, total well, opposite I, I don't bring a lot of john bon jovi vibes to the table i don't know why i'm in yeah. the mix at all if that's bon what you're for a night don't not look like for a, a lifetime <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, does uh, Lady Slee have somebody that's kind of... She the hasn't told of the me, now I'm, now I'm nervous. <laughs> now I'm scared. Everybody's got one, right? Everybody's got... Because there's the there's the one that's What was the line, It's for a night, not for a lifetime? Yeah. There's that one, and then there's the... You know, if there was somebody else for your life, there's like a lot of different silos in this category.
0: What was it? I'm trying to... Uh, I have to remember that's the show. I was... Uh, I have to remember the show, but... Um, the wife is asking the husband, she's like, um, hey, you know, if I passed, uh, just want you to know that I'd be okay with you remarrying or something like that. And before he's even done with the sentence, he's like, Um, yeah, I got somebody. <laughs> and then she's like, uh, well, who is it? And he's like, well, I work with her in the office, this, and then the daughter... Jumps in and says, "Oh, she's the nicest girl in
1: the world." The mom's just saying <laughs> Hey, you gotta—you never know what's waiting for you around the corner. Can I be like super selfish for half a second? Cruising. I think LAUSD is on spring break this week. Pretty sure that that's true. So the freeways are slightly less congested than they typically are. Cruising up. Not my freeway this today. Morning. Just, just like for what's today? Thursday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Tuesday's, Wednesday's, Thursdays stink. Mondays, Fridays, not too bad. Yeah. Today, like, hey, I'm kind of went this part where I usually slow down. It where I got another couple miles before it Still slowed going. down, and it didn't go down to zero. It went down to like twenty. I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad at all. I'm making great time. Are you
0: whistling? I, like I'm just into
1: it. I, oh, by the way, um I did a thing today. I I silenced it this morning because I'm all caught up on my pods. I'm like, I'm just gonna kind of did a good half Listen hour to normal of normal gossip. No You'll like it. I, I'll give it a shot. So I get right up here downtown, ready to exit. And somebody in the middle of the night had decided to drive into those giant yellow like bins filled, filled with, with sand. sand. Sure, so it looked like uh, Malibu on my off ramp, just sand everywhere. So, somebody just gets a chair out. <laughs> And so and the, an umbrella and the the exit I have is is it's one lane so now they're taking that one lane back off the freeway back our back onto the freeway kind of jamming you back mm. in I ended up in Santa Monica trying to get off in downtown practically all the way to Santa Monica is what it felt like before you turn around and just I was off to such a good start this morning and then bam I could see you thrown for a monkey wrench just
0: whistling whistling <laughs> while you're driving what a, what a wonderful day it was and a then nice you day. just start seeing the uh you start seeing the the signs, and they're like ramp closed. Mm-hmm.
1: Son of a! It must have just happened because there were no signs, there were no mm. like you no know, nav saying, "Hey, look this this is it was closed." There was a couple of CHP and some guys with shovels. <laughs> That's what they were getting out of the way. Quick, Masters update, Masters Thursday. Victor Hovland pulling away from the crowd, seven under through thirteen. He's four shots clear of the next closest group of guys, which is Shane Lowry, Xander Shoffley, San Diego State, Aztecs Lee. So okay. there's a little uh, rooting a interest right there. for you. Uh, John Rahm, also three under. Brooks Kepka, three under as well. And then Patrick Reed, who everybody hates, is at two under. And then a bunch of guys after that. But Hovland, seven under through the first uh, 13 holes of the day.
0: Did you hear about this? You just mentioned San Diego State. Did you hear about this? Michael attacked me yesterday. I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> There was um, – I guess there was an article that came out in San Diego State. I don't know if it was the city. I, I don't know who was trying to put it on. They were planning on trying to do a parade for the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. And you know, before I even – I hadn't read the article and Michael just uh, basically said, you know, you want your orange slices too and everything else. I'm like, Michael, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's like, "Are they really going to do oh, a he's parade? Doing trophy
1: culture. Okay.
0: Are they going to do yeah, a parade man, for second man. place? That's the only guy I take, but it's second fun. place. Huh? Actually, I, actually, I, I will say this. I, I thought, I think there was a lot of backlash, even from people in San Diego. That's like, guys, don't do a parade. Do something. Go to do some. Their, their arena is Viejas Arena. You were there a month ago, whatever it mm-hmm. was. It's Viejas Arena. fills about twelve thousand people. Invite anybody who wants to come from the city. Invite students." Do something, do something there. I, I, I mentioned this to you yesterday. I was so proud of what they did. Congratulate them. Do all that. Sure. Actual parade, and they were going to do it in downtown. I don't know how crazy I am about that.
1: We can't have a parade if you well, didn't win. That's
2: what I'm saying. They decided against yeah, that's it. That's what i So at least it's, it's not going to happen. They decided to just do it in Snapdragon. They're
1: doing it Snapdragon and it's kind of first come, first serve and all, all these, which they should be celebrated for what they did. Exactly. But it's not a parade. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I'm with you. A parade is synonymous with you won a championship. Yeah. Yes. If you didn't win the championship, that's okay. It did, not everyone wins, right? You got to the finals. Snapdragon, perfect. Do it somewhere where people can come and give their respect and thank you for the run. But a, a parade is synonymous with us. Also,
2: a-, a lot of times colleges don't do parades because yeah. it's much more like a college town. Things so like when UVA won the national championship, they just had it at the UVA football stadium. Like the, that's where they had the it parade at. Parade
1: is kind yeah. of a pro sports thing. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It's not
2: really the same. I mean, I think some like. Places in the south that don't have pro sports do right. do big things like that, but also the guy the guys on Mason Alley yesterday were talking about. Oh, but do you do a banner for Final Four? Of course oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah,
1: of no, no, that's, you that's a percent. This you isn't a, a
0: division. You're not no, hanging up a Mountain no. West Conference division title. You
2: by, by the, the Final way, Four,
1: a, a Which conference probably title. They do. Yeah, you do, they probably you should do. hang a conference title. That's a big deal. Now, if you're UCLA or Kentucky, probably not. But if you're San Diego State or UCSB. Absolutely. You have final a banner, four. and then you add
2: an, an extra year. So like that's what yes. happens at UVA. You have a banner oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. all the and it puts it up there. Yep. things, and then you have the extra year. They final, should have,
0: a final four is as,
1: uh, it's as big as it gets. They should have two. They should have a final four, 2022-23 mm-hmm. two, yep. final four, mm-hmm. and then it should have a 2022-23 national champion participant. Mm-hmm. Finalist. You, fi- finalist Finalist That's better language mm-hmm. Yes A 2023 20, NCAA finalist That means mm-hmm. You didn't got to the final two Final yeah. two is better Than the final four Right And and to celebrate that You have to And maybe you just Put finalist up there Maybe you skip The final four one Because it's implied But you You ap- parade? No. no the banner, is the banner.
0: I don't think is uh, on this question. Do they put bullet points like underneath the banner that says, got to hit more free throws? Um, <laughs> get a stop <laughs> when you need one. Find someone
1: that can shoot. That may be the, <laughs> the first bullet point. What do you got, Him?
2: Uh, I got a tweet from Eddie Carrillo. He says, in regards to the hall pass question that I asked about with um, Carol Burnett, uh, it says, one rule for the hall pass, it's got to be someone famous and someone unrealistic. Can't be like, oh yeah, my hall pass is the dude across the street. <laughs>
1: yeah, de- de- next door neighbor, Debbie. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's probably not the Greatest and, then,
0: and they need to th- <laughs> at least pretend that you're thinking about it. Like, you know, I've never thought
1: of that before. Hey, would you have a hug? Debbie? <laughs> you mean Gay? her right there? Yeah. She's, yeah. Two huh. doors down.
2: And T says that um, the hall passes are Channing Tatum, Zac Efron, all the members of DeBrand Duran. So. Off
1: Susan likes Zach Efron too. They're just throwing that out there. It seems to be. That's a young man a little, right little there. A little younger. Yeah, I'm, I'm more comfortable a with right the That's that's a, that's a better one <laughs> along the way. Funch, you said that, uh, quote, you definitely look like a Koufax guy. This is from Big E. He says, I wonder why. And then he's got laughing emojis. <laughs> that's why Trav's the OG. He's a Fernando guy. I am a Fernando guy. So, you didn't, I just, and, and be honest, you can, you and I have known each other a long time. Yeah. I'm not going to take it too personally, maybe a little personally. You didn't actually think I was old enough to have seen Sandy Koufax pitch? No, did you? I was just a pitcher thing. It <laughs> okay. was a pitcher thing, really, <laughs> right. not the white Travis, thing or the pitcher punch. I, I feel is old. old. Okay. Travis just is old. Be honest. Be, honest. be honest.
3: I feel like Sandy Koufax stopped pitching in like the mid '60s. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said Air Gagne or something.
1: That's fine too. I would have like <laughs> God, if you to, when you had Drysdale or Koufax, one of those like, okay, hold on a second. But Fernando and Oral. Oral. <laughs> Oral. Fernando and Oral. Oral yeah. and okay. Fernando that's right, yeah. That's right. is your boy. Both of those are fine. Kershaw's fine. You can give me Dustin May, who's going to pitch tonight. <laughs> Just Koufax, great pitcher, but I'm like, dude, Sandy Koufax is like 85 years old. He's the greatest one out of, <laughs> out of all of them, right? I think Kershaw might be. Ooh. I think Kershaw might be. Because okay. Kershaw's done it for a longer period of time. Yeah. Uh His accomplishments are very similar to Sandy's. He was an MVP, which I Pretty sure Koufax was not. Mm. Now, Koufax threw four no-hitters in the space of about a week, which which he was is. pretty good along the way, including a perfect game. And when he was going, there was nobody like him. Sandy Koufax's career was relatively short. Clayton Kershaw's... How his, many years? How many... I'm going on memory here. I want to say maybe eight or nine. Okay. It, it yeah, was short. And, and where he was the guy, where yeah. he was Sandy Koufax was like four or five. Mm. It was, it, he, he blew his arm out. Sandy Koufax had that arm injury. Now he probably has what mm. Clayton Kershaw has mm. done because they could fix it, but back then, uh, a little bit different. The Clippers beat the Lakers for the 11th consecutive time last night. Uh, it, Bad, bad travel for the Lakers. Bad scheduling for the Lakers. Yeah. The good scheduling for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The Clippers played really well. They made a bunch of shots. The Lakers did get AD and LeBron out on the court on the second part of a back to back and all these things. And you can, I, I'm willing to accept it was a scheduling thing. Cool. I, I will buy that that's a huge chunk of it. The problem is the opponent that they played. Not because the opponent is here in town. Not because it's the Clippers who we all kind of roll our eyes at occasionally. But because that's the team that beats them virtually every time they play. It's 11 in a row. It's 32 of the last 37. That is not just a, eh, it's one of those things. That is a really weird, lopsided result like that. That's why last night feels odd to me. Not just a, eh, it's second half of back-to-back and we were out of gas. Because they were clearly out of gas last yeah. night.
0: Yeah, look... I- I guess until we sat here this morning, I, I was just kind of brushing off the loss more of a, man, I think their chances of now avoiding the playing tournament is a lot. It's a more difficult. Doesn't mean it still can't happen. The Golden State Warriors got to lose one. The Warriors got a game at Sacramento. That's mm-hmm. probably going to dictate whether the Lakers Portland, get that sixth right? seed or not. At Portland, Portland as well. Um But the more you, you know, the more you bring it up, it's, it's a fair point. Why is one franchise like the Los Angeles Lakers having such a difficult job over the years against the Los Angeles Clippers? And this is also a Clippers team that they have not won a championship. So it's not like you could say, Hey, they dominated this era. And on top of this era that they dominated, they also dominated the Lakers. No. They have had mishaps in the playoffs. They were up 3-1 in a series and then lost it to the Denver Nuggets. But the one consistent for the Clippers is they've consistently beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, uh, I, and soundly out. That, yeah, that, that, yeah. I think that's part of it too. Yep. Like if it were a bucket here or there or just, you know, one by four, you won by six, you won by three, you won by eight, they win by 15, 13, 20, 13, yeah. 12. They're lopsided results too. It's not just wins. They're lopsided wins for the most part.
0: I, I can't put a, I guess the mo mul- the, only logical explanation is they're just a better team than the Los Angeles Lakers. Yesterday was a good test because a lot of the players are new guys, they're new players that came through the trade deadline. So you kind of put you put away what the history was cuz it's not apples to apples. Russ is on it's the first time Russell
1: Westbrook's playing against the Lakers this time. Uh but the result was the exact same. All right, so If the Lakers do wind up in the play-in, which is probably more likely than not, not guaranteed, but if they are, are we right back to the uh uh-oh stage of all of this, the one, or in this case, maybe two and done situation? How scary is it? Plus, more your Clipper calls, more your Laker calls, and both you guys can stake out your camps and scream at each other. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
2: So when I was filling in for Taylor for uh Hey Did You See, uh one of my questions was, uh, what was the what's the best movie of this century? The past twenty three years? Because we like saying this century instead of twenty three years ago. Uh Like with the Santa Barbara uh, gauchos that they hadn't (laughs) done. How dare you. Uh but (laughs) I feel like me and Starfish and Coffee have this uh unofficial feud going on because he puts out the most ridiculous lists I've ever seen in my entire life and I think today takes the cake. So his uh, – one, his first statement is uh, not been a good century for movies. 21st century movies are not that great. So, okay, whatever. You're wrong. But then <laughs> here is his list of his top ten of the last 23 years. One, Guardians of the Galaxy. Two, Black Panther. Three, Avengers Endgame. Four, Rise of Skywalker. Five, five, Parasite. Six, Promising Parasite Woman. Parasite was good. Yeah. Eight Belfast, nine cars, ten Ratatouille. Should this is a ridiculous list. Gladiator Two Thousand. Whose list is that? This is Starfish and Coffee's list. This is an absolutely atrocious, ridiculous Look, list, I, and I cannot I, I continue get this. I being
1: a comic book fan and being an Avengers fan <laughs> and living in that universe, but the eight of your best ten movies can't be Avenger movies, can they? Apparently, they can.
2: They can on Starfish yeah. and Coffee's world, but I just want to say I think the only one that's correct on this is that Parasite's is on this, and that Parasite <laughs> should be at number one.
1: Parasite was really good.
2: Yes. In most people's lists, it is either one through three. I found
0: mine. I think I, I'm going to come back to it. Uh, I'm just keeping old school. Gladiator was 2000. Yeah. I loved.
2: Great movie. Loved. You know they're Gladiator. making a
3: part two, right? no idea. Yeah, they're making a part yes. two. Yeah. And it's
2: but okay, don't panic. It's starring Paul Mescal. <laughs> and Paul Mescal is a fantastic actor who's going to play uh, I think I want to say it's a descendant of the original uh yeah, yeah, person, like his son maybe, you know. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Russell
1: Crowe doesn't look like he's ready to put that suit of armor back on. <laughs> let's just let's
3: just put it like that. He he's looks a little different.
2: But Paul Mescal is fantastic. He was not only for an Oscar this year. He's going to be really good. For okay. Role. Also casting it is
3: also Denzel Washington, surprisingly. In Gladiator 2. Yeah, Yeah, the sequel. I don't know what he's going to play, but he's going to be in a movie. I'm interested. He makes good movies. You know he doesn't make a ton of he bad doesn't choices. T- yeah, yeah.
1: If he's in it, it's probably going to be pretty good along the Speaking
2: way. Speaking of which, in honor of Paul Rudd's birthday today, we are going to do our snake draft of probably my most confusing snake draft up to this point. I, yeah, I'll but say. it's going to be great. We're going to try. If you're it.
0: confused,
1: imagine me. Imagine is, me. I understand. Well, the problem is she's going to be the judge and jury in this whole thing, so we could get our we could have really good answers that could just get stricken from the record.
0: Chances of her yelling at us is very high. But high.
2: It's, um, so Paul Rudd. I would count as a. Not movie star, movie star. So he is not oh the boy. A-list of the A-list, but he's <laughs> right below it. And so our list of like the right below A-list guys.
1: Movie stars that aren't really movie stars according yes. to you. Exactly. Got it. Okay, that's, that's going to be a in. tough needle to thread, but we'll we'll see what we can come up with. All right. Uh, Lakers, as of right now, are back inside the play They're seven. They would play uh, New Orleans in the yep. first... At crypto, win and you're the seven seed. Lose and you play the winner of the nine, 10 to see if you can be the eight seed. You'd also be home for that game. Minnesota along.
0: OKC would be those two games. Okay. Right so here. that's the other game.
1: Yep. Um, it does bring in a level of randomness to this that is really frightening. And that's why last night was so important. That's not. Anthony Davis played. That's why LeBron James played. That's why I really do think the Lakers may have made a tactical error leaving those guys in for as long as they did, hoping that they could kind of steal it at the end. Um, didn't work out like that. Are you still feeling pretty good about where they are as far as getting out of the play-in, or now you're in that thing where, listen, injury Foul trouble, bad night, all of a sudden could end your season pretty darn quickly. Or are the Lakers better than those other three teams that are going to be in the play?
0: So it, here's what's kind of fascinating. And I, I think this is part of the reason why we talked about a little bit earlier. Kawhi played 43 minutes yesterday. They're desperate to not make the play. They don't want to be in the play. And plus, they're a team that is a little vulnerable. And I'm talking about the Clippers. The Golden State Warriors have two games left. The Warriors play at the Sacramento Kings at Portland. Mm-hmm. Do you know if the Golden State Warriors win those two games? They're in the sixth spot with Andrew Wiggins coming back. They get the Sacramento Kings in the first round, which it sounds like everybody would rather have the sixth spot than the five or the seven, just based off of sure. what, you know, what, what the circumstances could be. I don't think
1: that's unreasonable.
0: I don't think it's unreasonable. And they get that week off, right? And you get that that's week the off. Best part. Okay. So what happened yesterday was the Lakers controlled their own destiny to avoid the playing tournament. Now they do not control that destiny. Now you need some help. You need the Warriors to lose a game. So to answer your question, okay, how do you feel then if Lakers win their final two games and they lock up number seven? Mm-hmm. If they lose to the Suns tomorrow, they can easily fall to eight. Minnesota wins. There's still a lot of things that can happen, but let's just say they, they end up at number seven. Yeah. Do I feel comfortable that the Lakers would win that first game and move on or at worst have to play that second game and move on? I think they would do it. I don't. I don't think that it's. Um, it's not ideal, but I think it would happen. However, anyone can beat one team. Anybody can beat a team one time. Zion is back at where he's working on his three on three and everything else. I think Shams uh, reported that yesterday with Pat McAfee show. Um, I don't really fear the Pelicans. However, there's always risk when you're in these one gamers. It's a one-game playoff. That's it—a one-game play, one-game playoff. You said something yesterday when I said that I want to see Kyrie and Luca. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in the playing tournament. Well, let's say you lost that first game, and Kyrie and Luca that. are in. It's one game. Yeah, you don't want that. So to answer your question, I feel good. about I still feel good about where the Lakers are, but in a perfect world. You didn't have you got to avoid the playing tournament. You got to sit for a week before you got in, but I don't think if they make the playing tournament, that's it. It's over. Their chances are done.
1: Let's not go into it. Let, let let's not deal with it. I the random the same reason I didn't want the Dodgers in that one game thing a few years ago, they ended up escaping. Chris Taylor hits the home run. But they escaped the, right. The, it wasn't the, like a comfortable The inferior team, you in know, one game the the odds go way up for the worst team. Right. That if you're played that team 10 times, you're going to win six or seven. They don't have to win six or seven. They don't have to win one. And that randomness that comes up, especially with guys like Dallas, which they probably won't get in anyway. But everybody's got one of those guys. You get the Thunder, SGA could torch you on sure. any given night. You sure. get, uh, uh, New Orleans, Brandon Ingram could put it on you on way. You just don't want to have to deal with it. Anthony uh, Edwards. There's, there's plenty of guys that could do it by themselves. Don't give him a chance. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to Alhambra and Tom. Tom, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Tom? Hey, so I'm on a uh, text thread with a uh, friend who's a Celtics fan,
3: one who's a Clippers fan, and I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm, I'm the Lakers man by default. But, uh, you know, obviously our Clipper friend was feeling it uh, yesterday, but my Celtics friend and I kind of pointed out, like, you know, for all you're crowing about being different than the Lakers and doing things better than the Lakers and, you know, being a just better organization. All it's
2: gotten them is one extra win this regular season and nothing
1: else. So as a Clipper fan, I think I should be actually pretty appalled at all the things that they've done. And it's like, this is as, this is as good as it's gotten us. I think there are two different like, things going 16? on here, Tom. They, thanks for the phone call. Sorry to cut you off. So there. what, what Tom was saying is entirely correct that the Clippers basically paid this incredibly high price to acquire Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and have gotten not much from it. They've gotten one Western Conference Finals appearance. Appearance. Um, And that's with Kawhi getting injured. Yeah, and that's not nothing, but it's not much, right? The rest of it has been incredibly underwhelming because of health, because of a variety of different reasons along the way. That's one thing that's true. The other thing that's true that has nothing to do with that is that when they play the Lakers, they beat them every time. That's the part that I'm more interested in. That's the part that's intriguing to me. Just because they can beat the Lakers doesn't mean that they even get out of an opening round series. Right now, they'd be, they're they in the five, so they play the Suns. They could be out like that, You're right. and it's done, and it, the, the they beat the Lakers, it doesn't matter at all. I'm more curious, what what is the flaw in what the Lakers are doing, or perhaps what is it that the Clippers are doing so well that allows them to beat them at a clip like that? Because the Lakers, the Lakers played Denver, right? They beat Denver yeah. twice this year. They beat Milwaukee this year. They can't beat the Clippers once in 10 tries, 11 tries. It's weird. Why? That's that. There are two, the Clippers inability to become a perennial NBA contender and the price that they paid to build it is one topic. That they never lose to the Lakers is disconnected from that, but it's a separate topic.
0: So can I, and I know you want to figure out why can't the Lakers beat the Clippers? Can I tell you from my perspective, and this isn't going to answer your question? Why does it not? I mean, it bothers me that they've lost eleven in a row, but it doesn't it doesn't stick with me. Like it, does and this is somebody that you know, as big of a Laker fan as they come. I don't walk away saying. It happened again. It ha- like th- there isn't kind of is for me a loss to the Clippers. Um, like it's not a loss to the Clippers. It's eleven consecutive losses. I know. To the Clippers. I know. And and maybe I go back to this that the the stakes yesterday was possibly the highest stakes that we've had with the Lakers and the Clippers for sure. Where Ty Lue says it's the most meaningful, and Ty Lue is saying it's the most meaningful because they're forty-one and thirty-eight. They're forty-one and thirty-eight. Both teams got the same record. You got a chance to avoid the playing That's what was at stake. I I still I have I get it. There's some teams that dominate others. Maybe it's just me. Maybe there's other Laker fans that are really upset that they've lost eleven in a row the Clippers.
1: But it doesn't stick to me. Maybe I I think the way it sounds like it sticks to you. It's it's a problem. There there there's a fundamental flaw that I can't put my finger on that worries me. That if it's. Able to be exploited by somebody else. And maybe it's just as simple as it. only the Clippers do the thing that the Clippers do to the Lakers. That it isn't where Denver or Golden State or Sacramento can go, Hey, look, if we play a little bit more like that, we could take advantage of it. Maybe it's exclusive to them and they never face each other and it doesn't matter at all. And it's just one of those weird sports things. I'd be okay with that, too. But in the event that they do square up, eleven in a row is not something Means you something. just kind of flick aside, yeah, like it doesn't matter at all. Let's try one more quick one here. Let's go to Westlake and Dan. Dan, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Dan? Dan. All right, no more Dan. Dan. Dan wasn't ready to go. Instead, he's drag racing. Yeah, he's getting ready to go. Dan, you missed out. Emily will take uh, your extra two minutes and we'll put it in a factor cap, which is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten
4: ESPN.
2: Hey guys, welcome in Berg.
4: Thank you, Emily.
2: All right. So, yeah, it's a it's been an interesting day today. It's been a little bit like there's been an interesting smell in the office, so we're going to have to that it. It intensified,
1: by the way. I just made a little uh, road
0: trip right there. <laughs> but it's, it's less now in the studio. It's, it's a grease, less in
1: the studio, but out there, it's awful. Like, yeah, yeah, they got to
4: like, do the grease. The grease <laughs> interceptor <laughs> is what it is, and no. it's terrible every time they do it. Yeah. Disgusting. But it's only in here for some reason. It's why not does, in the hallway. Why does grease smell like a porta toilet? I don't know. It's <laughs> from a restaurant. It's <laughs> from the restaurant
1: yeah, downstairs. Well, I, don't, I don't want to know. You that. call it a porta toilet? Whatever. Porta lit, porta toilet. Whatever. These are brand names. So we're going to do the whole scrunchie thing again? I have my own brand of porta
4: toilets too. Get get over yourself. Anything you put in your hair is a scrunchie, by the way.
1: So... Greg, please, for goodness sake. Do you not understand? Uh... Greg just said, so, oh, is that a beehive? Let me go over there and whack it with this stick and see what happens. Why would I ever
2: want to do something like that? I'm breezing past that. So... um... This Sunday is Passover and one of my favorite or one of my my favorite or most memorable episodes of television as a child was the Rugrats episode, the Passover episode. I think it was really interesting. I did not grow up in a Jewish household, but it's also interesting and and informative to learn about different cultures and different religions. But it burned itself to my memory. But there's also another episode from Rugrats. It's about swallowing a watermelon seed and a watermelon grows into the baby's stomach. And right. then it's and anyway. So it just scarred me as a child. But there is an episode from your childhood, like a television episode or yes. even just a part of a movie that sticks in your head even to this day as an adult. Travis, factor cap.
1: I've mentioned this before. Fact is the answer. And it was something I saw at a very young age. And it scared me deeply. Deeply, to the point where even when I see it now as an adult and knowing, having adult sensibilities, it it conjures up not that I'm scared of it again, but it reminds me of how I used to be scared with that thing. It's that damn witch from The Wizard of Oz, that the green witch from The Wizard of Oz that was always trying to get Dorothy and Toto. That messed me up, and it was the green paint on her face that really kind of just terrified and six or eight or however old I was the first time I saw that. It, I'd had dreams about her coming to get me with those blue flying monkeys that she used yeah. to roll with. That movie messed me up.
2: I think the witch didn't like the green paint either because I think it had some sort of flammable content in it. So when the flame went up, she burned herself in like third That's degree burns. That's unfortunate. So that anyway, <laughs> Berg?
4: So yeah, there's probably a few things that scared me as a child, which is not surprising. But there is... I don't know which one to do, so I'll do this one: the dog from Never Ending Story. I don't know why, but that giant flying dog scared the absolute hell out of me, and I still to can't... this day. To the well, no, I'm not afraid of it anymore. But like, I don't watch it anymore. I don't need to get re... like go back. <laughs> I'm not to afraid that of time. it, but I'll change Riley, the channel. I'll change it if it was on. I'd be like, nah, nah, I don't need to see it. Nah, it's okay. Al, okay, so
0: I don't know how much a lasting effect it has now, but it Stephen King's it.
2: Yeah, Spooky.
0: That th- Is that the clown? That's the clown.
2: Yeah, and then I'm sure it was like the series, the TV series that you're talking about, because that one was the one that came out a while ago.
0: Okay, it was, yeah, it was definitely a while ago. And it was, what was the drain, too, where he was like in the drain? Yes,
2: you'll all float here, too.
0: I spent a little time as a kid, like, I ain't going anywhere near <laughs> one of those drains. You, Your basketball
2: falls, whole,
4: goes underneath there, and you're it's like, nope, gone. gone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gone forever. It's gone.
0: That one's yeah. gone. That's and it. it's also just like the clown, that's a... To scare some, you can scare somebody really well with a clown. That one stuck for a little bit.
2: Pennywise dancing clown. Yeah. Uh,
3: t- Jeff Goldblum in a fly. Oh yeah! That oh, that was cute. so gross. Like I yeah. still think about that today. That yeah. was, and then when they're going on the jar, all the things he had in the jar yeah, like, his medicine Yeah, like, like oh, and I'm he th- 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 he vomits, and he turns into acid and yeah, stuff like that. that, that and yeah, all oh, that's that's I'll, a really what's messed the up um, movie. what's
2: the what's the thing in Goonies? What's it called? Uh, was it sloth? Sloth. Hey there you go. he was funny. <laughs> like
1: you kind of started rooting for sloth at the I end. I did absolutely. But sloth also scares me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. He liked ice cream and he wanted to save the
3: guys. Right, exactly. Ice. He wanted a baby roof.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was what it was, baby roof.
2: All right, so next one. Um, so Aaron Rodgers was, was spotted crystal shopping yesterday in the midst of all of his, you know, Packers, Jets, trade Talk, blah, blah, blah. We all know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. But you would rather go crystal shopping with Aaron Rodgers than have a one-on-one dinner with Russell Wilson. <laughs> bird or cat.
4: Wow, that's wow. That became very hard the longer you went into that question. <laughs> that's great. So you'd I would rather go crystal shopping? That's that's yeah. the statement. Oh god, Russell Wilson let's ride is so annoying. Um but no, I can't go crystal shopping. Period. End of story. So I'm going to go But it's with,
2: quicker than the Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a full dinner. Crystal shopping, I mean, does you can be in Ciara
4: and out? come? It's one on one, so Ciara's yeah, not Ciara's even Ciara's there. Yeah, Ciara's not there. Nah, I'm still going to go with Russell Wilson.
2: Let's All right, rock. Alan?
0: A fact. I'm down to go crystal shopping with Aaron Rodgers. A little curious. What are we looking Some for here? Best? How are we doing this? Yeah. How long does it take? Do we go to multiple stores? Do you charge it in the full moon together? Yeah. I'm kind of give me the he's background ex- on this. He's going explain every rock to you. And you know, I'm assuming. I don't know. Are we <laughs> are we smoking anything while we're doing this? I mean, I, 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 have, decent, I have a drinking highwask. I have do you a drink
1: that is that what you do with that? Yeah,
4: you drink it. Okay.
1: I, I
0: have a feeling that this will also be. uh You know, we won't be. We might be intoxicated on something, so I'm going with Aaron Rodgers.
2: Okay. Trev. I don't even think that I need the
1: other one. I think I'm down to just go with Aaron Rodgers, period.
2: <laughs> All right, Jeff.
1: I-, I would rather spend the rest of my life with Aaron Rodgers than five minutes with Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, yeah, he's your help. What, best? What, whatever
3: that is. <laughs> All right. Fun. Russell Wilson is the worst. <laughs> I'm going to Russell Wilson, guys. Never. I'm going to have a nice dinner. I like you know, it. Lobster, steak. Sure. Some more wet. You know? Sure. <laughs> what are you guys going to talk about? Um, probably his wife a lot. Whatever Russell Wilson Google's yeah. to say back. To his wife, yeah, <laughs> because that's what he does. Hey, what, what do you guys get for
1: dinner? Hold on, uh, uh,
4: what chat should I GPT at a dinner. Do you think that Russell Wilson, Wilson practices in the mirror before he goes to dinner with ah, you? He invisibly <laughs> high fives the waiter as he's walking in there.
1: That's that's the awesome. worst. Do you
2: think that he will ask you to be in a TikTok at this dinner as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those corny, cringy uh, TikToks. All right, so. Uh. Uh, I think this this factor cap came to me when I was listening to some of the other shows. I think uh Sedona was talking about a lot of his travel lately. It's been crazy. You know, Ireland's been traveling like crazy as well. But here's my it's this is kind of turned into like a would you rather segment, but it's fine. <laughs> but you would rather constantly be on the road with no home base. So you have no home base to come back to, but you're constantly on the road all at all times. Then never have to leave your property. Then you can never leave your property again. So either you're always on the road with like, no home base. Home arrest kind of situation. You,
1: yes. Or you I can, can live in my own community or I'm stuck in my home.
2: I'm saying you are stuck on your property mm. that you own. So you, you either have to be on the road at all times or stuck on your property. Alan, I'll, you'll start. Factor cap.
0: Um, I think I'm going to go on the road. I, I think I just get too bored at home. Um, and by the way, it's a, it's anytime you go anywhere, there's nothing better than coming back home. <clears throat> but to just stay at home and not be able to do anything, as you guys know, if I get a little bit of time, I like taking off, going to different places. I'm on the road. Trav?
1: I am a homebody. Like I, I really like being home. I like being with my family. I like being with my wife. In this situation, wife. your I,
2: family can go with you on the travels. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm take, even more at home. I'm than,
1: taking the road for sure. Oh, really? to, to never be able to leave your own property—that sounds. That's like being in jail. I it's would have bet nice everything jail. I had that you were going to no, stay at home. I, look, I would. I don't want to be on the road for the rest of my life. But at least if we can go from place to place and I get to see different things, as much as I love where I live and as much as I enjoy my house and my community, to never leave—that's a prison sentence. Bird?
4: Yeah, I mean, I live in an apartment, so I don't have an outside. Then I can only live, I can only be inside. It'd be awful. I'm on the road as much as I possibly can at that point.
3: Funch, I think I'd be at home. I think I'd stay home. I, have, I have, everything I have at home, you know, like uh, food, you know, water.
1: What if The Godfather yeah, well, was s- the only thing on TV? Now you're talking, man. Now I got to get
3: out.
0: <laughs> now I got to get out. <laughs> but you get Hennessy anytime you want it. Oh,
3: jeez. I'm staying hey, home. staying
4: home. <laughs> stayed home. You, you flip-flopped him so fast. <laughs> I'm out. I'm in. I'm out. I'm in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next statement. You think you, will, you won't You will ever go on a cruise. And I'm going to say from this point on. So if you've been on a cruise before, you won't ever do it again. Or if you've never been on the cruise, you will never go ever. All right. Funtos, you start.
3: Uh, cruises intrigue me. I've never been on a cruise before. But, you know, when you go to, like, the You know, Long Beach or San Pedro, you see those boats, you know, the cruise ships yeah. leaving yep. and you see all these people having fun. And you're mm-hmm. like, man, I want to be on that boat, you know, but I don't know. I, I get seasick, so I don't think I can ever go on a cruise. All
2: right, Jeff.
1: Uh, I, no, they're, they're not for me and they're really not for my wife. She, this would never, ever be in the vacation option tree ever. I've been on one and I had a decent enough time. It was fine. It was when I was young and it was on the baseball team and all this kind of stuff. And it was fine. I don't ever need to do it again for a variety of different reasons, but Susan would sooner live in her house for the rest of her life than step foot on a boat. That's never going to happen.
4: Eric? Uh, no, I'd go on a cruise. I mean, I've been on one before, but I was really young when it happened. But yeah, I'd go where'd on a cruise too. Went to, uh, where did we go to? We went to like Mazatlon, Mexico. Catalina. Mexico. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those different places. Yeah. Around that. So it was like three different stops Cozumel. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was cool. But, um, I was like 13, so I don't really remember it all that well. But yeah, I would absolutely go on one. You can go on a cruise up to, like, um, to Alaska and see the Northern Lights, or you can go on a cruise. I mean, yeah, you get to stop in different places. Yeah, sure, why not?
2: Al?
0: Never been on that type of a cruise, like a one-week cruise, two-week cruise. To be honest with you, I don't have any interest in it. Yeah. I, I don't. I think for some people, they love it. They love the
1: all-inclusive. They love the, you got all these different events that you could do on the cruise. And the food. The people it, that love cruises love the endless amounts of food.
0: I would rather, I, drink. I feel trapped. Like, I feel like I can't. I want to go do off. my own thing. I want to go. I don't need, I don't want to be on, especially when you travel, I don't want to be on like time parameters. Yeah, you could leave for a couple of hours and you got to come back. The boat leaves I say catch It does. Yeah, I was it will.
1: done. I found this cool museum. I was, I rented a car. <laughs> you just, boats, you just see the, the smoke stack over the horizon as it dips and you're gone and <laughs> that's it forever and ever and ever. All right. Dodgers, uh, get going again tonight. They're playing, uh, Arizona again. Dustin May making his second start. Could there be a little Tony Gonzalez action going on right here? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Got Slee's attention on the Masters a little bit with the inexpensive food and beer, Slee. I got you got a couple of follow up questions. I appreciate that. Yeah. I respect the way they're making it so convenient
0: for anybody that comes out there. They're making it affordable. Yeah. Uh, listen. Now the problem is you
1: can't get in. The ticket is impossible to get. Yeah. It, yeah. Basically, yes. All right, so you got to know a guy or win the or win the ticket lottery. Which
2: means that you can also probably pay for more. Uh, you you can or
1: buy them, Thursday. But crazy expensive. Mm. Like even the the practice rounds the part. Crazy expensive. If what? You have what's, to get them give me, give model. me an idea. Hundreds, if not thousands, thousands mm. probably to get in for one of the badges for the tournament days. Thousands. Damn. Now, when you get in, you can get a four dollar beer, which is pretty great. Yeah, but you getting in is that's the that's the tricky part. Once you're in, that dollar fifty peach ice cream sandwich, you're all over that. But you got to get in. That's the hard part. That's not common.
0: I, I would not expect it. I would have thought once you're in. Um, just cause that's how sporting events are, right? Went to the final four. Everything was just so expensive. It, go to Dodgers team. Go to SoFi. They're getting you for every single possible. Spirit Airlines does the same thing. It's,
2: capitalism, it's, baby.
1: It's like, like things but have they,
0: changed. They, I hate that when they say capitalism. I get that part, but it's, it makes it so difficult for somebody who's just, no question it makes it about so it.
1: unreasonable. No question about it. Like going to Las Vegas a million years ago was cheap. You could go there. You could eat for free or, or damn near it. You could drink for free. Now you're paying through the nose oh, for yeah. just about everything. Oh, yeah. A Dodger game, an angel game of like, you used to be able to go get a beer and a peanuts and a couple of things. And it wasn't too bad, right? It wasn't too bad. Now you're just kind of like, I'm not even going to look. I'm just, mm. this is, this is like a vacation day. I'm not even going to look. You're right. Otherwise that $20 can of beer is not going to taste nearly as good if I'm watching that 20 bucks go the other way. Yeah. No, you're right. Just gotta spend five grand to get into the Masters to buy a one dollar ice cream sandwich. It's a good deal. So if I just spend five, here's my ROI. (laughs) Exactly right. Quick masters update. Victor Hovland, uh still in the lead. It's gotten cut into a little bit. Uh he's at seven under through sixteen. Xander Shoffley, San Diego State Aztecs Lee. I'm gonna get you in on this. Uh he's just two back at five under, as is Adam Scott. Shane Lowry has the lowest number in the clubhouse. He shot a four under par sixty eight. He is done for the day. So Hovland's still got to post uh two more holes and we'll see where he is. But your boy Shoffley, right there in the tie for second. It's the year of the Aztecs Lee.
2: You're San Diego in general, I think.
1: Yes. Yes. You going to go? Oh, you got it. I think I'm going to go on Saturday. Nice. It's at 630.
0: Tell them where I'll you're going. to come back on Saturday night. So you guys, and it's kind of funny. I didn't even know this was, the Snapdragon thing was official, that it was all set. So they're basically just honoring San Diego State basketball. for, And this is the right thing to do. Parking is free. Admission is free. You got this 30,000 seat stadium, whatever it is, Snapdragon Stadium. Open to the public. You want to come congratulate San Diego State for getting to the finals. You got that opportunity. Opportunity. What's to do the it capacity on at Snapdragon? I think thirty, maybe a little bit less than that. Maybe a little bit okay. less than that.
1: Okay. That's a lot of people. It won't. So they're not going to get thirty. No, they 000, won't get they? that.
0: No, no, they won't get that. But, it, but I, I like it because it is. If you weren't going to do it there, you're going to do it at Viejas. Do it Too at small. one of these two places. Viejas is thirty five thousand by the way. Thirty five thousand.
1: You're gonna get. Where would you get twelve? Uh, now that I think about it, maybe not. If you got fifteen thousand people. That's a
0: really a huge crowd.
1: great churnout for something like that. Bring
2: sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Snapdragon. Yeah, they, Slee, you need to buy them like a tarp or something that they can string over the top. Every time I drive by it, which seemingly is once a week now, I'm down there way too much. But they need some shade in that place. Yeah. Like, they tried making somewhere. the case.
0: Do you remember it in the first game where it was 100 and whatever it was? It's a noon game. And the, the whole pitch was like, okay, well, we don't have that many noon games. And then they started showing you, like, the weather patterns over the last 25 years. Like, we show in September, this happens and that happened. I'm like, guys, just build, like, a awning. It's
1: San Diego, and football season starts in September. It's going to be hot. Maybe have, a little hot. <laughs> maybe we have some shade. Could really seem, use some rain. <laughs> doesn't seem complicated to say. Guys, uh, is San Diego's the sun out a lot? Yeah, it is. Is it pretty warm in the summer? Yeah, it is. When does football start? September. Should we build any shade? Hell wasn't, no. Wasn't the best start. <laughs> it was wasn't weird, the best start. Weird thing to do. Um, I gotta do this. This is kind of off topic here a little bit, but I, you know, I love me some show hastily. Dustin May tonight against the Diamondbacks going up against Team USA championship game starter Merrill Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying that until it doesn't sound weird anymore. Uh, Dodgers split their first four with the Diamondbacks, uh, to open the season. Diamondbacks are better than I think they've been in a long time. Dodgers are still a pretty good team. Put that aside for a second. Okay. Coming into last season, Tony Gonsolin was a guy battling for a spot in the rotation, Mm -hmm. right? That he was the guy that, is it going to be him? Is it going to be Tyler Anderson? Turned out it was both of them. Yeah. But Gonsolin was the guy that was put into the rotation. You're kind of like, yeah, let's just see what we get out of this. And then he became the guy after a few months that you kind of expected to Get six, if not a little bit more, innings out of him, game after game after game, and leave your team in a position to win that game. Dustin May is a more highly regarded prospect than Tony Gonsolin. He has better, you know, just pure, raw stuff than Mm -hmm. Tony Gonsolin. But could he kind of fall into that role where instead of just being, hey, this kid has got electric stuff, how good can he be? When is he going to make his first All-Star game? Is he going to win a Cy Young too? Can he just be the guy that every time he takes the ball, he pitches into the sixth inning or beyond and leaves with a couple of runs or less and just constantly leaves you in a position to win a game? He's going to win a Cy Young one day if he stays healthy. He's got that kind of stuff. But the next step is to just kind of be like Gonson was a year ago and just stack up a bunch of six-inning outings that are lights out.
0: So I remember when Dustin May came back. Remember when he made his first start coming back from the injury? Mm -hmm. And he looked electric. It just looked fantastic. He was electric on his first start this year, too. He looked great. And then all the expectations just immediately fell right back on Dustin May. And it was, hey, watch out for this guy. This guy's going to be amazing. Um We're having a conversation, and I forget who exactly it was with, but everybody just started jumping on the train of, watch out for Dustin May. He's going to be a huge piece. Yes, I know there's injuries, but May's going to be in that rotation. He's going to be fantastic. And it was kind of like, pump the brakes, guys. Pump the brakes. The guy just came back. Yeah. Gonsolin's an interesting comp. Gonsolin, sixteen and one last year, something crazy, something like that. Like that. Fantastic Here's ERA. A
1: contender. Yes,
0: but the one thing Tony Gonsolin I think did is you felt like when he had the ball, we're going to be in this game. Yep. And it, it, it's not you know there's a lot of pitchers in baseball where uh, it's going to go one way or the other. Either this guy is going to have really good stuff tonight, or he's going to give up four runs through three innings, and then we're probably going to have to pull him. I think Dust. I, I think Dustin May, just part of his evolution of his career. You don't have to be the best pitcher. You don't have to have the best stuff. Even though he probably has some of the best stuff, mm-hmm. can you be a consistent pitcher for the Dodgers? That's it. You that, know what I mean? That, just, that's it. Can that's you well walk said. into games and they hand you the ball and you're sitting here saying, "We got May on the mound tonight"? Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Consistent. That's the right word, Al. I, I'm glad that you said that because Tony Gonsolin was remarkably consistent last year Tyler Anderson was remarkably consistent last year now there were nights where they were terrific just lights out like wow look at that but more often than this, like am I going to get six innings out of this guy yeah <laughs> are we going to lead with the lead or right in the middle of the game yeah May has not gotten to that May could go out there and he could strike out 14 guys tonight and nobody would be surprised he could be out of the game in the third inning and I don't think anybody would be surprised he's still kind of learning his craft but I think that that consistency. Before we jump to fourteen strikeout nights, and before we jump to you know seventeen, eighteen win seasons, before you jump to Cy Young contenders, let's go. Let's have ten starts where eight and a half of them were really good. Absolutely. Let's do that.
0: I think we're so quick, and I, I only the reason why I use May as a good example is because I witnessed it last year when he came back. Everyone jumped on Dustin May like, watch out, watch out. In my head, I'm just can can you get to a point if you want to if your goal is to get if your goal is to run a mile, can you get half a mile first? Can you get a quarter of a mile first? Like You can't just in three steps get to a mile, and I feel like that's how people have labeled Dustin May a little bit. How about just a consistent starting pitcher that can slowly but surely get to what some of those
1: expectations are? Let's try one more phone call here. Daniel in Hyde Park. Daniel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up?
4: Daniel. To address how expensive sporting events and basically everything is now, but I have to think it's also technological because – Ever since the pandemic, more and more businesses have required QR codes or apps to function. Think about it. Um, for Kings games, what was the last time you got a free McFlurry? No, you have to download the app and use it. And for the Lakers, how? What was the last time you used for two free tacos at a game with the Lakers? did that? No, you have to download the app and then buy something using the app. It's also a technological um, kind of a hinder that kind of discourages people and makes it more expensive. Especially now at like Crypto.com Arena and Dodger Stadium, where there's no cash options anymore, everything has to be paid with a card, and then
2: sell tax is implemented.
1: Look, it's expensive because it's expensive. Whether you got to put an app on your phone or not, or do this and whatnot, it's just expensive to do everything at a ballpark now. It's expensive to go to a Kings game, to go to a Lakers game. Go, it's just it's expensive. The tickets mm-hmm. are expensive, the concessions are expensive, the parking is expensive, everything about it. I do want to say this though, very quickly. If you were so inclined and if you were super motivated, I think you could eat somewhere for free almost every day if you really paid attention. Because the Dodgers have a promotion. You get 10 strikeouts. You get a free burger from somewhere. The Lakers have a promotion. The Kings have a promotion. The Ducks have a free sandwich here or there or the other thing. If you really kind of plugged in, I think now you're probably going to get a lot of fast food out of that. But all right, I'm ready. It's not the end of the world. There's a free sandwich for you somewhere. Technically, Travis, you have
3: to buy a drink for most of those deals. That's a buck. Right, buck for a drink and a sandwich be two, three, two or three dollars. Get a small coffee, Funch.
1: Yeah, you'll be, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right, uh, we got the Emily Hebel movie star, non movie star. She's already yelling at me, and we haven't talked. This could get messy. Just buckle up. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.